0: You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review.
1: What a bizarre thing we've created.
0: Now with your hosts, Adam Thorne and Mark Hampton. Oh, this might either be the worst podcast so or the best one of all time. Oh, Hello. Hello and welcome to this episode, this Sober October Review episode of JRE Review. Now this is what i've been waiting for i am partaking in sober october mark on the other hand not so much not, is that right Mark? Uh,
1: well in my defense no. this year's gone by so fast i didn't realize it was october until after i'd had my first <laughs> drink and i was like well i can't do it now like <laughs> i've already i've already fucked it up N- maybe next year i sound like a cubs fan maybe next year
0: Just, you could come in a few days later. No, it's not for everyone. I didn't do it last year, but I really thought I'd give it a go this year. And the funny thing about it is listening to both the Aerie Shafir episode and the Sober October episode, I couldn't even tell if they were going to do it. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, they might not even be doing it. And I'm here with a few of my buddies doing it on our own, struggling through it. First off, we're going to start with episode 1357 ari shafia's one i love having ari on the podcast with joe uh they're just such old friends you know they share so much comedy together yeah they met at the comedy Um, store right that's it yeah i mean ari used to work the door there and uh eventually took joe took him on tour like to be his opener Mm -hmm. and i mean that kind of experience is priceless. priceless and from then on yeah i mean come on imagine that experience Oh, it'd be amazing. Um, yeah, I I think that's what really, what the door guys um, all f- like. That's what they want, you know what oh, I mean? One hundred percent. They 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 perform up there. You know, they get their stage time, and they and it's great to be in that culture. But to have one of the the guys like the the big names say hey you know i want you to be my opener and and i think the big comics up there know it too and they start taking people from there it's like uh it's almost like a, a, a an internship that they know about it's like oh you're one of the door staff i like you let me give you an opportunity because you're gonna have as many openers as you want exactly really yeah but i mean you can not that you'd have like yeah you're not gonna have like four in one night but you do so many shows you can take different people at different times and just see who works the hardest absolutely i, I love that i love that idea i think it's great um, so obviously Airy took huge advantage of it was on the podcast a lot with joe and now has the skeptic tank podcast which is really good it's a it's a fucking excellent a podcast fucking great name um,
1: i'm pissed i didn't think of that
0: dude he yeah, he his rants sometimes when he's just like talking on his own cuz he, he has such good intros to that podcast. Uh-huh. He just goes. He just goes and goes and, and the way that he thinks, how honest he is and just how it kind of spews out, it's uh yeah, it's so listenable. I mean, it it really it's why that podcast is so massive, Absolutely. for sure.
1: Well, it's I mean, he's pretty damn mm-hmm. good. <laughs> he mm-hmm. earned his spot. Well, it,
0: the beginning of the beginning of the, the, their conversation, obviously, they start smoking cigars, and I was thinking to myself, "I'm like, oh shit, is this, is this part of the sober October, or have they already disqualified themselves?" And they kept making jokes about it, and the whole time I'm listening, I don't know, I, I like felt nervous because I'm like, oh shit, am I actually gonna be doing sober October as the only person? <laughs> Because I know a lot of people have have been looking forward to this. A lot of people have been wanting to jump on and and be sober for the month.
1: That's so weird. I mean, it's just... It's so funny that people would look forward to being sober. It's like, well, then just be sober. Like, what does it have to be a month? Like, just don't Well, exactly. (laughs) I think
0: it's just because it's the the fourth year of these guys doing this. That's cool. And, you know, each year they've had obviously different um different like challenges and and but and then they do their like award you win a belt all the rest of it but but at the same time that's you know they talk about a lot of the effects of it like bert drinks a fuck ton right so he really appreciates it it, joe really explains what it's like to you know not be high every day so so it's weed too it's everything
1: um are you you're giving up weed for a month too
0: yeah, that's actually the hardest thing for me. It's way Oh, I know. I was like, you can give up alcohol, no problem. But <laughs> Yeah, no problem. But microdosing, you give up alcohol. <laughs>
1: edibles and all that shit. I'd be concerned about you.
0: Yeah, that one's tough. Because, uh, like, I, w- I was just at S- uh, Subway before this. And uh-huh. I rode my motorcycle up there, just eating a sandwich. Just chilling out, like, I had to go to the bank. Right. And I was just sat there, and I kind of felt a bit weird. And I'm like... Well, I'm not, I haven't taken any edibles, I haven't smoked any weed, and I haven't drank. And I'm like, is it, have I actually forgotten what it's like to spend multiple days in a row completely sober? I'm like, oh, dear. Probably. This is, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, I, I felt high being sober. That's how silly it is. Oh, well, I guess it means I smoke way too much weed. Could uh, be. Or, and take too many edibles daily. Well, it's more fun. Fuck it. I'll go right back to it once this Absolutely. month. Absolutely. But it's nice. It, this this is the point of why these guys do it. Uh, Joe especially. Because it's nice to give yourself a break and just be like, oh, can I do it? <laughs>
1: That's a good it test. It takes a lot
0: of work. What do I do instead? That's a good litmus test. Dude. I, can I do this? I, cl- I cleaned my place for like three and a half hours this morning. I was like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I have all this energy. I, um, I got to do some shit. It's
1: so funny when I, uh, anytime I'm stressed out. I like to clean. That's just what I like to do. Because I, I, I like to bring harmony to my place kind of thing. So if I'm distressed or something, I'm like, and then I'm going to fix all the cl- clear all the clutter out and so everything will at least feel good in here. And Katie, my girlfriend, was joking. And she's like, so anytime I need you to clean something, I can just start a fight or accuse you of something. And I was like, god damn it. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't feel stressed. This morning, but I guess there is a stress response when you change something that you're doing. Yeah, and but I just, I just felt like, oh, I have a lot of energy, right? And I didn't drink anything last night, and um, I had no idea. I didn't realize you. you, I don't know. I just didn't realize you weren't drinking.
1: I thought you were having one with me. (laughs) You you brought me a (laughs) oh what you brought me a drink? I just assumed you had one with you. I didn't even check.
0: Oh no, I I just got a water oh. But it's fine, it's like I'm the same I was at work yesterday And we're working and there's a few of us That are doing the Sober October And and, you know, I work at a bar So there's a couple of people that kind of have bad Drinking problems <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to call them out, but yeah So they're doing it too, and it's much harder for them And I've been trying to be real supportive right. And you know, they're really <laughs> struggling with it Because quitting drinking is, is hard when you drink a ton It's not it gets addictive it's not like um, marijuana but they're doing okay but they're really quiet and they're not all that fun to be around i hate to I say know. it because they're struggling through this I thing i know what you're talking about yeah, i get it <laughs> yeah it's uh, but it's it's okay for me i'm fine i'm still being silly and sure. i've got some energy and dude. fuck it you can have a red bull when, right yeah absolutely dude that's,
1: when that's, i when i don't drink um my energy level goes up so high And I only sleep six hours a night I don't need to And I'm, I don't get tired I only sleep six hours a night I mean it's just That's all I need when I'm not drinking It's amazing
0: From what, really? From not drinking?
1: Yeah. Body's fine
0: So that's if you don't drink for just one day? Or if you don't no, do it needs it to for be extended period It needs to time. be a
1: couple of days for sure
0: Oh, I gotcha Okay well, look, Aerie's not happy about it. He doesn't want to do Sober October. <laughs> he, he just loves his freedoms. Sure. Right? He's a very free person, as Joe talks about. He can do really basically whatever he wants. I think he makes enough money from his podcast alone that he never has to work another day in his life other than just talking and recording it, uh, just, which he can do with, like, zero setup, just like Joe. Right. Shit, he doesn't even need a guest just, half the time. Just like us. We're, that's all we have to do. For, to make yeah, ends right. meet. <laughs> yeah apart from we get paid zero
1: dollars if this were the world of but star we like trek it. It we'd be fine
0: we, that's it we like it we do. we I, I don't it. give a fuck about that this is fun i like to figure out you know what the hell is going on in the world through the podcast and then you get a really skewed perception of it but it's way more entertaining than watching any news outlet you can imagine that is that true much.
1: One hundred percent. So
0: Aries pissed. Yeah. But, of course, is the is the, the the reason all of these guys get pulled into this because he's the alcoholic <laughs> that they're trying to keep alive. Right. So there's a lot of resentment. There's a lot of resentment, and and uh, in the next uh, podcast that we we go over, um, you know, some fucked up shit went down, which is which is great, and we'll get to that with that shortly. Shortly. Um. Stay tuned. They. They talked a little bit about DMT in this one as well. And, and Joe explained that how, I think the last time he did it, he did it three times uh-huh. in one day. Really went hard. And then was kind of like a little bit, I guess, scared of things for a couple of weeks. Like he just couldn't adjust back to real life it, in some way. Interesting. Like, you've never done that drug. No, you? I want
1: to though. You have, right?
0: Yeah, I have. And it was, it was odd afterwards honestly it's like um for like a week afterwards like it's it's kind of strange isn't it like strange
1: i mean it's kind of same properties as ayahuasca but it only lasts five minutes instead of like a whole weekend
0: yeah i mean it's the same compound in there it's dmt but it kind of hits you in different ways gotcha and uh what does it do instead of doing yeah like eight hours can you break
1: can uh, you break down the science like quickly like in 30 seconds
0: well, not really. Okay. I mean, a dimethyltryptamine is a is a pretty simple molecule. It's quite small. It's present in your body, uh, in, and there's different variations of it. There's uh, 5-MeO-DMT, which is what they call the spirit molecule. There's NN-dimethyltryptamine. It has two nitrogen groups. That one's slightly different. You get, like, strange visuals, and you see entities. And I think that's the one that Joe is referring to most of the time. Okay. Uh, when he talks about it, especially when anyone talks about seeing other beings, they're definitely talking about NN dimethyltryptamine. Gotcha. 5-MeO, the spirit molecule, you don't really see anything except a lot of white light. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of like, I don't know, like in heaven. But doesn't, it, s- it's very strange.
1: doesn't it strip something away? like there's a, a, Like, I don't know. Somebody described ayahuasca to me in terms of like... There are parts of your brain like responsible for memory and there's parts that are responsible for like suppressing those thoughts and feelings or whatever that you, if you don't want to deal with them or if you buried them deep down or something. And when you take ayahuasca, it takes your ability to do that away. So it all comes rushing to the surface, kind of like a well. That's how he described it to me, he didn't, which is yeah. not scientific in, at all. But it, I mean, it sounded fascinating and I, I had no reason to doubt him. Cause he, he, his whole thing was like, I did ayahuasca and it changed my life. And it really fucking did. Like he went from kind of this dopey loser to like, he, he like tours the country doing motivational speech and shit like that. It's kind of nuts. And I know the guy, it wasn't like I met him at like a seminar or something. I knew him and he was like, you should come to this thing and see like what happened to me. And I was like, holy shit, I
0: need to do this. wow that's pretty intense i've never done ayahuasca yeah i'd be down to i mean well kind of the way that he's describing things though it it has to be speculation right i imagine because uh, it's his point of view obviously right which is which is legit because he has a point of view and you got to give him that but saying that like oh it's because your brain does this and it's there's very few really quality studies of on scientific studies of people on ayahuasca sure. so you know how can anyone be sure what part of the brain is shut down and doing what that's and blah, true. Blah, blah, blah. you know it just makes a good story and it sounds absolutely really interesting but i'm sure there sure has to be it,
1: some type of lingering it, effect i mean shit like i've had dreams that uh, kind of fucked with me and stayed with me for a couple of days or you know triggered emotions in me and that sticks with me for like a week sometimes and that, that's just while I'm asleep. Imagine like, triggering these types of hallucinations and things like that and on a, such an intense level, how that might stick with you for a while. It could
0: change you, I guess. It, oh, for sure. I, I, I look at it like this, right? So imagine going to a, a, a talk right, or taking a class right. and you're learning. And it's like all this, you get the same information for everyone in the class. And depending on how it's given to you, it might make a profound effect. Like, oh wow, I see what you're saying, right? Everyone gets to see it, right? And they see it, and it's like if you do these things and you cut this shit out and you let this shit go, you'll find all this peace. Mm-hmm. But it, but there could be a lot of work involved, right? Right? And there's some scary things that it shows you because, it, and what I mean by scary is, is at least what I felt is it. It, it just shows it, it it almost shows you all things and sometimes the like imagine if you just knew you lived forever and things never stopped right it's kind of like a little bit trippy right that's kind of scary You're like whoa Very what? And it's like it never ends keep going right but then you're thinking well hold on or if something shows you that you live every life or, not that I'm saying it does this, but this it, is just an example. Uh-huh. Well, then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit! I have to be really nice to people because I have to be them one day anyway. And why would I be mean to them? It's like that's the same kind of thought, right? I see. So that, like maybe the like the Buddhists kind of think that don't they? Reincarnation. So yeah. I don't know how many lives they say that you come back as, but there's, you could interact with. There's no finite another amount. version of yourself. There's
1: No finite amount. It's till exactly. you can basically achieve enlightenment. That's the whole.
0: Exactly, so so it shows you something that maybe you didn't want to know, and where ignorance is bliss, right? Right. Maybe you didn't want to see that either. But now you have that information. Take it back. So what do you do? Yeah, are you going to sit around and freak out now that you've gone through the matrix? You know, do you want to go back into the matrix (laughs) like that one guy did in the movie? Because he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to know this shit. Yep. Or do you want to make a profound change that's probably going to be really difficult? And and I would say. You know, it's generally only really motivated people, and that this is all speculation. But like people that are, people that are searching for something often go and do DMT or ayahuasca, right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're searching for it. They've gone out. They found this. They're not just trying to get high. Maybe some people are, but they're searching. They're motivated. They're trying to better themselves. They want to find some answers. Well, th- those people already have some of the right energy you would need to push through and be like, "Oh shit, I have all this information now. I'm juggling it. Let's do something good with it. Let's make a change." Right. Like I know I did. After coming out, I was like, "Whoa. Holy fuck. I need to love people more." Right? I need to <laughs> I need to like the care like give everything I can to my girlfriend, right? right? Yeah. It, it was just like not not that I didn't think these ways before, but it was definitely not my Immediate top priority.
1: Of course. Right.
0: You know, and and I just, I don't mean that in an asshole way, but you just get wrapped up in real life. It's like, oh, make money, get a new job, buy a house. Like, all that shit went right out the window. And I never wanted kids at all before I did it. And when I came out, there was something in it that I can barely remember, but it was like, you need to make more people. (laughs) It's part of like, it's, which is weird because there's enough people, but it was, it was something to do with me and, and, and ex- extending myself, I don't know. It was very strange. It was like, it makes sense when you're in there. Obviously, when you come out, it's like you can't process what you just saw. Sure. But it's weird. You know it while you're there. When you're tripping balls, you're right in the middle of that one. I would assume that in a less intense, kind of slower, more digestible way, ayahuasca works similar. I've only heard stories, though. Right, me too. And, and they're hard to describe. That's why it doesn't really work. Because it is very difficult to describe, even very articulate people struggle to to get it out. I mean, everything I just said was mostly nonsense, but' it's, it's tough. I do recommend it to people though, and I, I don't think that I, you know they do say that if you have some, some schizophrenia or some mental real bad mental issues, like it's probably not a good idea, sure. but uh, you know, and that's reasonable. but um, you know, even if you're a bit anxious and a nervous person. Um, it's okay. You'll be sober. It, it's not gonna fuck you up. Yeah, it only it's lasts not poison. A this shit's in your body. Yeah, well, uh, ayahuasca doesn't. No, ayahuasca, last, like, ayahuasca a long time. stays
1: forever. Well, not forever, but like, but it, it's like a three day journey or something. I heard, or like each session's like eight hours. And like this, is my buddy that went did it in Peru with like a shaman. It was like three days of eight hour tripping balls, like
0: throwing up and yeah getting in buckets and stuff like that <laughs> yeah those things happen from what i've heard too um but i mean yeah joe i don't think joe's done ayahuasca either but he's definitely increased the dmt usage amongst people um in this country for sure and the awareness of it and just kind of uh, of the energy that it it brings right. and um yeah, wild time. I mean, I didn't never even heard of it till he talked about it. And then, oh, is that really where you heard of uh, it? That's cool. Yeah, I'd never heard of, of, I I don't know. Chemically, I may have heard about it when I was studying chemistry. But, um, uh, yeah, it, it just wasn't very well known. It wasn't on anyone's radar. I mean, I'd never heard of anybody experiencing it. But it's uh, it's incredibly powerful. We'll get it set up, Mark. We'll do it. Awesome. We'll do it. Of course, what I mean by when I say we'll do it, we won't do it. It's illegal. Um, Yeah, guys, don't do it. Don't even think about trying it. Don't even think about it. Do as we say. Don't do Um, as we do. That's it. But I, I think this is, again, along the lines of, like, why Aerie is so pissed. About having to be sober, sure. Because just the idea that he's stubborn, he's going to compete. He's not going to want to lose, and he's also going to be annoyed because these amazing opportunities are going to come up to do all sorts of wild shit at different clubs and different parties, and he's not going to be able to do it. Yeah, he's he's it's just also, not going to be able to. It's also
1: called getting older. <laughs> that just happens when you get older. You're like, uh, I just can't do that crazy shit anymore because I'm old and my body will hurt.
0: It's yeah, it's gonna. That's been my experience quite a bit. (laughs) What did you think about when he was talking about working on his new hour? And uh, so he's doing this new hour, and it's very heavily about like Judaism and being Jewish. And he studied to like in the like Hasidic Jewish way in Israel for many years. Like he's had a very like uh, I don't know Orthodox upbringing and left it all behind so he so he has great knowledge of it all but he wanted to get some of his facts right and he talks about going to to his rabbi buddy to get like some facts so he could put this joke together and the rabbi refused because he said it was mockery Mm. that's so that that's fucked up you can't hold religious knowledge from people if you're a priest or a rabbi or whatever. I mean, look, they're going to do whatever they do with it. And it's just a joke. Exactly.
1: Well, you know, Buddhists have the sayings like pass the knowledge on, it doesn't matter what they do with it. It's like your job was to pass the knowledge on. That's it. Um, And and so Mm. I kind of subscribe to that. Um, And I love that because it's not like make sure they come to church on Sunday or make sure they're not doing this with it. It's just like your job is simply to introduce them to these ideas and then let them live their lives as they see fit. Um, and that's kind of where, so that's where I would kind of land on It's like, well, what if in that moment, Rabbi man, uh, <laughs> you d- imparted some wisdom upon him that instead of him going for quote unquote mockery, he changed his entire life. Like, you don't know, but so what, so you consider it mockery, but... So what? Like, does it hurt you? Does it hurt the world? I don't... I mean, I don't know. Maybe he thinks it does. Shit. But I think it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Uh, I do. As, like, an individual. Like, if I if I was, uh, I don't know, like, really into animal rights. Right. And not saying I'm not, but if I was, like, a PETA activist... And then I knew my friend was going to make a whole comedy set to, like, rip on Peter, and wanted to know all about it. I'd probably still like a, tell him. But, yeah, you know, you're like, I, I don't want to help I, him with that. I could, yeah, yeah, I kind of understand it. But, it, but then that's, that's different because you didn't give your life to that organization, and you're representing a religion. Right. It's, uh, so, so you've got to always take the higher ground, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I mean, who you would hope so. Priests and all the rest of it. If
1: if you want to look for hypocrisy, look no for, further than organized religion. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't be surprised.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. I'm just like, get the fuck out of the way. I want to hear his joke. I want him to do the very totally. best comedy he can. And I hope another rabbi comes along and says, you know what, this is bullshit. Well, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. And that's the thing. like, and we can get to the bottom of it's this. It's like, all
1: right, baby, go to another fucking synagogue and be like, hi, I've moved to the area. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, attending this, you know, congregation, if that's what it's called. And I'd be like, but before I do, I need to, an- I need you to answer just a few questions. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, these are really random, <laughs> but okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he just surveys. Them. Just maybe surveys he should them. tell them what he needs it for under a different pretext. Exactly. Look like, um, He should just trick him and be like, "I'm totally getting back into being Jewish again, but I need you to answer these five but I questions." Need
1: these five answered, or I don't know, Google.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know though. I maybe they're very specific. Could be. Maybe he's really getting could to be. like the meat of some stuff that maybe it's not easy to Google some of these things. I'm sure. You know. I'm sure. I I I'm not sure, but anyway, the the Aerie is one of my favorite guests for for Rogan. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you think the same. I love him. Airy is just, yeah, he's brilliant on that. I'm, he's fantastic. I'm, I I definitely give this one an eight out of ten. I Airy should be on like once every couple of months. I miss their conversations. because they're, they're so really fucking ridiculous.
1: Well, they have such a rapport, they're so, so it's a little different than. Neil deGrasse Tyson coming on, or you know, an actor, or any of that bullshit. Rob Zombie, that bullshit. You know, it's just a little, yeah. a little different than that. You know, because they got a report. Well,
0: even Brian Callen, who I really enjoy being on, and has known Joe far longer. Yeah, I almost feel like Aerie and Joe are closer. I agree. I, I really do. I feel like he doesn't have a closer friend, just because of how ridiculous airy is, and I think it. I think he's like, in his own way, as ridiculous as Joey Diaz is with the things that he says in his outbursts, and I and I think Joe's just drawn to that uniqueness. I think he is. I mean, they're 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 madmen. Mm-hmm. They're madmen. Anyway, on to the sober October episode, thirteen fifty-eight. So, Ary stays. They're waiting for Bert and Tom to show up. Then they got on it, and this is where the story gets crazy. So, Ari was over at Burt's house. They are kind of doing something, getting ready for a podcast or whatever. And Ari fucking spikes Burt's drink with MDMA. <laughs> and Burt does not do Molly. <laughs> he doesn't do it. So, holy shit. And Burt was so pissed. I mean, yeah. hearing it in the... Uh, dude, I couldn't... Believe, look, look. You and I him. are close. <laughs> we we fuck around a lot, but you would be so pissed at me if I did that to you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think you'd probably be pissed at me, likewise. It's like
0: no, I think it was funny, but it depends if I had some shit to do. Well, it's
1: true, yeah. Like,
0: some like important sh- that would be the only way I would be mad, actually, because I I don't mind shit getting weird, but um, I obviously can understand why other people would. But if I had something really important to do. Uh yeah, I probably yeah. would get pretty upset about. If
1: it. we were at work, I'd be I wouldn't be the least bit angry. I'd be like, "Why is this the first time you've done this?" But if I was actually like doing my actual job, I'd be like, "Adam, this is a fucking problem," because I'm working on <laughs> I'm working on Jane Goodall and she's talking about monkeys and I'm I'm just uh, I, all I'm thinking about is how much I love monkeys now and I, I and chimpanzees. <laughs> And I need to get work done, dude.
0: <laughs> it, it could be a real mess. Total it could fucking be a real mess. mess. And, and so, so Bert's wife kind of hates Airy right now. <laughs> uh, Bert had to like be high around his kids, I guess. Uh, it just just a lot of work. And MDMA is pretty strong. Fuck it yeah! Can be really quite intense. I mean, definitely hard to hide. Yeah, um, no, you can't hide that shit. It's
1: not like weed,
0: where if you're like, you, I'm stoned, put on yeah. my sunglasses
1: hope nobody asked me a fucking question and we're good
0: yeah i thought it was i thought it was kind of fucked up to be completely honest and it really did make for kind of an intense podcast i thought that they were going to come out and be like i'm just joking we love each other it wasn't a big deal no it seemed like there was real fucking tension in that room and i was like whoa this is kind of Maybe it's a good idea they do fucking do a Sober October. People Could should be. think about it. Aerie didn't seem to give a fuck, though. He did not seem to give a shit. He thought it was funny. Maybe he felt a little bit guilty. Maybe but he slightly. was mostly just like... But had a great time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe said it's not cool. He was like, don't do it again. Yeah, no, it's not cool. And Joe was just like, that's, that's not cool, man. You can't be drugging people. Kids out there, please don't try yeah, he that. You
1: drugged someone. Like that's consent and shit. Like what if you wanted to drive yeah. home? <laughs> like I got my well, car. Well, he was here, already at his house, so.
0: That's true. I think <laughs> yeah, but still. It's it's like, I don't know. It, it was something. It was something else. It was. Um Yeah. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Hey, they did talk about What did you think about that the fitness like I don't know if she was a fitness model or a fitness influencer on Instagram. They were talking about how she, she went to jail, right, for, like, setting up a fake kidnapping of her own kid. Right, yeah. But, like, she had 300-plus fake Instagram accounts just so she could troll other people and harass them. Oh Well, like, she
1: needs to be in a fucking padded cell, not one with bars. That bitch is crazy.
0: Right, and I think they were just making the point of like people doing nuts things. Obviously, it came from like Aries' behavior, but right, it, just just the idea that people are out there, and you know, we don't vet these people on Instagram that have all these tons of followers. A lot like, of you can buy and My followers. roommate knows somebody that has over a million followers. I think insane. she's like a
1: porn star or something. She's a porn star.
0: Yeah, but she's just a. Yeah, but I, I've never met her. But I think she's just like a 25-year-old girl that's just running around, you know, L.A., Hollywood, Santa Monica, just living her life, doing her thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. How many people pay attention to what you do? It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Like, it's just... It seems nuts when you look at it. That I guess I just not really thought about it that much. But, like, it's enough to drive people crazy, too. Like, maybe this fitness influencer was a bit of a nut job anyway probably i think she had a but
1: she, predilection to insanity that's for sure
0: it would but maybe it didn't help no it didn't maybe people talking shit about her online just like it grew well, into this nonsense of that. frustration if that's
1: your living if that's what you do your entire life is wrapped up in social media and people liking you so any challenge to that is a challenge to your your entire fucking world and that's a right I mean, that's a seriously odd headspace to occupy
0: i mean i i don't think and to get to the point where you set up a fake kidnapping of your own kid for attention i assume it's gotta be it's so fucked it's
1: absolutely fucking bonkers out of our I, dude i don't even like bombing in comedy and that's like that's over in five minutes imagine you just felt like your whole life was bombing that would be horrible. I'd probably say yeah. like kidnapping too, but of like for myself, <laughs> not my kid. But no, that's crazy. And it's got. I mean, yeah. he has, I mean, probably for attention. Don't read the comments. I guess. Don't read I the guess comments. That means don't read the comments. I told my girlfriend that. Don't read the comments. She was working for in digital media, and they were doing videos. And I was like, I came home, and she and I was like, "How you doing?" She's like, uh, "I was like, did you read the fucking comments?" She's like, "Yeah." I go. Baby, you can't read the comments! It was not good. It was not good.
0: Yeah, no, that's good advice, people out there. Don't read the comments. That's, I think it goes for any comments. I don't... I used to look at the reviews and comments for this as, like, a guiding sure. light for, like, oh, can I make this better and more interesting? I don't think I got one useful piece of guiding information. No. Either people liked it a lot and they're like, hey, it's great, you're doing great. Or they're like this is fucking retarded you're an idiot and so it, there was no there's no useful in between well I've apologized we sometimes for for actually get, many times um. yeah right <laughs> cheers thanks Mark um, we sometimes get some emails that are the, decent yeah the like emails people would just write in and be like hey try this or this we got one it's email much it's much longer form we got one
1: email it was just like, out to fucking lunch, man. I remember you reading that to me, and I was like, We need to talk about this on the show, and then we never did. But it was like, Comments of the Week. Your dragons suck. Okay. So I don't even remember what he said, but it was like nonsensical. And we are like,
0: That's amazing. But Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah, we do get some of those. Well, I mean, when you're talking about online comments, you're talking
1: about people who have some type of. I don't know. You see a lot of seething anger, and a lot of people that wish. It's the, where they go to vent frustration for things that they can't vent frustration for in their normal, everyday life. So if they hate their boss, they can't call their boss a moron, so they'll go online and somebody says something stupid, and they're like, you're a fucking idiot, I hope you kill yourself, you know, because they have the anonymity, and that's where they decide they can be brave. That's how the whole fucking thing goes. Sure so they're probably well
0: honestly look we can we can get mad we can get frustrated as people yeah but if you find yourself writing shitty reviews there's something wrong with your life yeah man like and that's all you need to know forget what you're writing a bad review about right it may suck you may be correct but it doesn't do any good it doesn't for you to write it no say it or act on it or it just does nothing have you ever what you want to do is just stop writing the review and sit there and be like, Okay, what's wrong with yeah, me? What, why am I, why I angry? Am I so upset? What am I trying what am I really frustrated about? Probably comes down to who knows, could be a million things. Have you, um... you know, you're not getting bonus anymore. You know <laughs> I've written a shitty review, like way, way back in the day, you know, like two thousand ten when like Google was brand new and Google Maps was just like being useful to use. And then they had like the thing, and you could write stars for a place, and it annoyed me, sure. and I'd write it down. But there came a point early on that I realized what was happening, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm just being an angry just asshole. being angsty. And I, I went back, because it's easy to go back to your, your Google one, and you can just remove them sure. all. Sure, you did that? You just take them all off. Yeah, I just you can just get rid of the to the, delete it. You don't need to tell anyone that something sucks. I will only But to be honest, I don't really I don't really do five star. I don't say that I like things either, which is probably something I should do more of. I should be that's what I, more supportive. I only
1: do that. I will only leave, I if I leave Yelp reviews, I only leave good Yelp reviews like five star except for the pool where I swim. I left them a four star review once because it was like i love you but you close in september when it's the hottest that it is in la so fuck you guys and i hate it and they're still fucking closed (laughs) fucking
0: assholes still not open see mark what's wrong with you we just talked about this (laughs) what's wrong with me is that i'm getting fat because i can't fucking swim that's what's wrong with me (laughs) that's it it comes down to you eating too many cakes it's your fault
1: 100 percent. but it wouldn't have this problem These fuckers would be closed in september anyway a, but usually only
0: le- well only connected to vibes. that though right yeah. well but here's the thing right so you so with the same thing comments comments are real and then you've got demonetization especially on things like youtube because people not only are just writing comments maybe shitty ones or whatever but they're also reporting things so like joe's talked about being demonetized just for like one or two words said in like a three hour long podcast no shit and it's crazy and it's like like seriously mark what are your thoughts on these companies being able to just be like right you're not getting money and we're not really explaining why but that's just it's our system and that's just how it goes and we don't like it
1: and this happened to joe through the podcast is that what he said i forget
0: no well through um youtube like, they can't demonetize his podcast. Right, no, so I was about to say, how the fuck did that happen? But, yeah, YouTube did... But it, but he's he's big on YouTube as well. Right, he obviously. is big on YouTube, but
1: that's their whole... That's their platform, and... Well, I think it was in response to Nazis, really. I mean, I think that's how it kind of started. But in the same way, when you start censoring speech, where do you draw the line? Not, and I'm not saying I love Nazis, but, you know, this is, this is kind of what happens. And it, it is... Definitely Google's prerogative to not have Nazis on YouTube. But I also think they thought they were paying out too much. So I think they were looking for any reason to, um, like not pay people or not pay people enough. I had a buddy that made his living doing videos on YouTube. Um, like kind of children's horror story type thing, like Goosebumps or What We Do in the Dark type stuff. Like spooky suspense oh, yeah. stuff for, for, um, Teenagers and stuff. So it's never gory. It's just suspense and kind of supernatural. Um, and he, like, he had to find new work because once they changed the monetization on YouTube, it was um, he, he couldn't make enough money anymore. What what provided him enough before was not providing after that but yeah going back to your point the demonetization for a couple
0: but of, he, were, he wasn't demonetized it was just it, that the algorithm it changed didn't search it, him the same way yeah he wasn't
1: demonetized but it basically the, the income you could earn the way they the monetization process worked changed i guess the number of viewers equaling this or that changed so at one point when you had to have this many viewers to get this much money they doubled that, or they tripled that, or some, or they changed the parameters. I don't really know, because I've never made a cent on YouTube. All right, but
0: the, you know what? I say that's fair enough. I know it sucks for him. No, yeah, it does suck. For, but yeah. it's like, okay, well, then get more viewers, right? True. And that's easy to say. It's not my living, but to say, oh, you've been demonetized because no, we're doing this for Nazis? No, totally. It's like, well, I'm not a fucking Nazi, you silly Because cunt. they
1: say cunt, and, like, all, and no longer, you can't get money for I that just I just got uh, demonetized. We did. We've been demonetized, Damn. sir. <laughs> We've yeah. been demonetized. But
0: it, I don't know. I worry about it, man. I worry about it for the sake of all people. These... I think that there, there needs to be some sort of, like, a free... Look, or... Then you know, go fuck yourself, YouTube. Nobody uses your shit. Then, well, that, like we find a new, freer way of, of putting stuff that's up. That's the like, big problem. Well, podcasts are as free as it gets, and that's what I love yeah. about it. That's why I enjoy it. That's the big problem, you know, problem right it's now. It's cool that you can now watch them. Well,
1: YouTube has no what real is? competition. Who fucking goes to Vimeo, like or like Daily Motion? Nobody that's goes to those.
0: There's really no
1: competition to youtube so they can do whatever they want i mean there is there are many platforms to stream video i mean that is just how it is so no one's like there's still a way for people to get their voices out there if you want to make a video you can make a fucking video but you probably can't put it on youtube
0: who owns youtube is it google Google?
1: yeah
0: uh so even if you search for like other video companies google can just like only make YouTube pop up. They could. I
1: mean, they don't. I mean, they'll they'll bring up Vimeo. Vimeo is like the preferred streaming site or video site for like filmmakers and stuff like that. Although I don't really, prefer, I don't really like it that much. I never
0: even used it. I, I've never even looked yeah,
1: at it. I don't really like it that much. Um, uh, huh. There's Daily Motion. What was the
0: one way back in the day, like before YouTube was big? Was it called like Break or something? No,
1: YouTube's the first one I remember.
0: It was like one that you would go to and it was just nothing but like motorcycle car accidents and like people <laughs> falling off shit. You
1: probably you're probably it was right. It's kind
0: of funny but that's how it was set up. I used to watch you're it probably back in the right. Day. All right, the next big thing yeah. that they get into is the the Trump impeachment shit from the crazy crap that he's talking about. Now, as our political analyst Boom. on the JRE review, yes. What the hell is? Can you like break it down for an idiot that like me in like five minutes? Uh,
1: yeah, I can do that. No problem. Absolutely. So the big question is um, the the crux of the impeachment investigation, the impeachment impeachment inquiry, as it is being called currently, is um, it, the premise is that President Trump uh, withheld foreign aid from the country of Ukraine. Uh, in exchange for them doing an investigation into Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, who sat on the board of this company, of this uh, gas company in Ukraine. And basically, Trump said, well, he didn't say. The, the allegation is that Trump told them, I will withhold this foreign aid, which is basically national defense money, so they could keep Russia from invading ukraine because putin wants to take ukraine back they've already taken crimea and they want to take um, the rest of ukraine we provide them with defense funds um, particularly anti-tank missiles to keep them from invading uh, from the north so we give them that money and they can keep russia out and the allegation is that president trump told them we're not going to give you this money unless you launch an investigation into my political opponent joe biden and by proxy, his son, Hunter Biden. Um, Well, how this shakes down is years ago, um, Ukraine had a prosecutor that was not investigating corruption. Um, The EU, all of Europe, the United States, officially, this was an official position by not just our country, but the EU and neighboring countries, that this prosecutor needed to be removed so because he wasn't investigating corruption and obviously that's a big problem because russia keeps trying to influence everything in ukraine and they're part of the corruption scheme so they needed him out and there wasn't it didn't look like it was going to happen so the united states basically said We're not going to give you aid. We're going to withhold a billion dollars of aid until you get rid of this corrupt prosecutor and put in someone that will investigate corruption in your country. Biden, the VP at the time, was the emissary for that. So he basically delivered the message. And then they fired this guy, um, brought in a new prosecutor, and he started investigating corruption. Now, and here's where it's a little dicey. Um, I would say it's that dicey. Biden's son, Hunter, served on a board of this gas company in Ukraine. When that prosecutor was fired, the new prosecutor began investigating that gas company. They found no evidence of corruption. The case was closed. Trump is asking them to reopen that investigation is essentially by saying because Hunter Biden, his son, sat on the board of directors for this gas company making money That it is an obvious sign of corruption. That is his claim. However, we have now text messages from Kurt Volker, who was an emissary to the Ukraine. We have the ambassador to the European Union. Um, We have a former diplomat that was fired. We have all of their text messages messages in communications. We have a whistleblower complaint. And with a transcript of Trump talking to the Ukrainian president that all basically say this was a ruse. And that he really just wanted them to investigate Biden because he's his political opponent, not because of any actual corruption. That is an abuse of power and a campaign finance violation. And now they're not uh, cooperating with the investigation. So that's obstruction of Congress. Those are impeachable offenses. The House is going to impeach him soon enough. It's going to happen. Whether the Senate convicts, very unlikely. You need 20 Republican senators to join every Democratic senator because you need 67 to vote for impeachment. So it's unlikely, although I do think right now you could possibly see between 5 and 10 Republican senators possibly voting for uh, conviction. I don't know if you get to 20, although if the cards start falling, more and more might join, and the more evidence that comes out, the worse it looks. So you know we'll see but um, it's 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 a bad place it's not a, it's not a good place people shouldn't be using the state department and the department of justice and defense funds um, as blackmail t- to get dirt on their political opponents you just shouldn't do it
0: it doesn't sound good it's no. not good now now it's really bad. if if they so the same as clinton right so they impeached him in the house right. and the senate didn't they didn't get enough votes they didn't commit. so he just carries on as president 100 percent. so this is probably what would happen yeah absolutely this is what will happen oh he'll be president so is it just to like make the point is it just like oh this is a bit of a kick in the ass partly, like why would trump even be bothered partly
1: well i mean trump is definitely bothered there's a lot of takes out there where people were like he wants to be impeached because he thinks his numbers will go up that motherfucker didn't want to be impeached at all he didn't want to be impeached one bit because he is going off the rails right now. Um, but basically, it's kind of—I um, mean—Congress is; it's written in the Constitution is a co-equal branch of government, and they are there to be a check on the executive, and they have to—and they're they're exerting and exercising that power. And this is obviously an abuse of power, and they have to they have to stand up to it. You—you you just there's hmm. there's only so much that can go on before you say. You can't, like, this is unacceptable. And if the Republicans in the Senate don't convict and he keeps going, you know, that's on them. But the House did what they had to do because you have to hold them accountable. And you can't just let people run amok and withhold foreign aid for dirt on a political opponent. Which is what he was been been accused of before. It'd be like if O.J. kept murdering people during the O.J. trial.
0: Yeah, yeah, bad name. It's
1: bad. It, it's not good. And every bit of information that comes out, and I've been soaking this up like a sponge. Every bit of information that comes out looks worse and worse and worse. It looks like a quid pro quo, a pay to play. All those fun, uh, all those fun words that come into this,
0: but it's not good. All right, yeah. So that's that's it. Well. Stay tuned for that. We'll check back in with you, Mark, on this later. I will continue to pay very little (laughs) attention to this stuff and uh, just kind of get these delicious summaries, which honestly kind of wade through all the bullshit because, you know, you try looking stuff up yourself a lot of times and it's it's all over the place. It is. uh, You're a pretty liberal dude, so I have to pull back uh, away from... From some of your liberal bias that I'm sure creep in, but you're no, you're I'm good very, at explaining things. Yeah, I'm very liberal. Yeah, you just kind of but I'm, say it. But I'm yeah, but, you, but you're not je- you're not saying it with a ton of like you're not like this fucking asshole. You're just like this is what happens. Yeah, this is where it goes. This is what it does, and that's kind of here I we mean, are. Could, So I'm like, all right, cool. I had a
1: conversation with my mom yesterday. I was like. This clearly look, doesn't look right. It looks bad. Um, I still like to always sit back and wait for all the evidence before I've made a decision. I don't like the guy, so yes, there's bias there. But I also want to be objective. I mean, I feel the same way in my sports teams. I'm not. I'm just not like, oh, they're the best team out there. I'm like, eh, let's let's be real about this. Let's be real about whether this works. And I will be completely honest. I don't like the idea of the president's children serving on the boards of energy companies in foreign countries. I'm like, why the fuck do you have that job? Like, you shouldn't have that job. And you know he only got that job because his father was the vice president. That doesn't mean there's any corruption. That doesn't mean there's... And many people have said on both sides that there wasn't corruption. It's only the conspiracy theorists that keep going after this stuff. But I loathe the appearance of impropriety. I don't even like that. So the fact that he... There was even dealings with the Ukraine, and then the vice president's son sat on a board in a company in that country. I don't like it, and I wish it hadn't happened. Yeah, it's not
0: ideal. Yeah. I'm like, you're already rich. Go do something Completely. else. Completely. I'm like, what run are you Run a fucking, fucking football team. What are
1: you doing? Because you know your father's like, going to run for president one day. But I'm also like, I don't like the appearance of impropriety, and I don't think they did anything wrong, but I'm still like, fuck you. You got enough money.
0: Suck a dick. Get away. Yeah. That, probably did they all do something probably. wrong i don't trust i mean bunch of assholes look, all um, right we gotta we gotta get onto the challenge gotta get onto it because because you know what you like with your politics i Mark. know i'm sorry you gotta dangle some keys and change it now That's all right that's like great i love it i love it <laughs> 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 i got more <laughs> yeah. angry
1: about biden than i did trump
0: <laughs> that is true yeah that is true that's good well, see, this is why I talked to you about mm-hmm. it. Some people, though, are, truly are impossible to talk to when it comes to politics. It wears me out. I'm like, all right, dude, relax. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Fucking chill. I, um, Super Ted's like that. Yeah. He'll be on one I day. Like to keep- We'll get him on. All right, so what was the challenge? What was the Sober October challenge? Now, I left this to the last 10 minutes because it's the fucking muddiest challenge ever they went back and forth mm-hmm. constantly through the whole podcast we're still not joe here. is trying to trick everyone into drinking yeah barely yeah he's trying to trick everyone to drink they're saying that joe and Aerie were like i can't even be bothered to do it then bert wanted to almost do it just between him and tom because he's so desperate to win which just makes it ridiculous right they're constantly winding each other up they're bargaining for things like oh you can drink but for every drink you got to take another like class of something doesn't have to be a fitness <laughs> class could be like a a shooting class or a fucking archery class or like any sort of class but what they ended up with is a reading challenge 500 pages uh so total for the month so that's what like t- like two books yeah it's about it's about two books i would say Right. but they, they, it could be split up however they want so you could do they could read like 5 different books of just 100 pages it doesn't matter They like, keep them working and then sure. towards the end of the challenge they jumped in because I think Bert wanted like his own trump card so he could guarantee he could win and, and Joe wanted to give him something to strive towards so uh-huh. it was if Burt can get to 205 pounds by the end of the month he wins the belt above everyone instantly the problem is he weighs like 250 so there's fucking Whew. zero chance that he's gonna do it yeah God that's not gonna him. happen he's no gonna to way. starve himself that would be way too much he would i didn't yeah, you know have a heart you attack starve yourself that quick you'd have a heart attack if you did that do you have a heart attack if you starve yourself
1: you can have a heart attack if you lose too much weight too fast is that right absolutely it happened to my sister
0: oh. jesus yeah this is like well, 10 years all right ago hopefully so. doesn't do that though but I say zero chance of that happening so no, we'll no see chance. we'll see how the rest of this um, month runs out and as I continue to do the, these podcasts uh, reviews till the end of the month I'll obviously talk about my experience with Sober October and my friends that are doing it with me if anyone Absolutely. else out there has decided to go along with Joe Sober October maybe not maybe I'm the only lunatic doing it as well but uh, write us an email you know, uh, reach out to us on Instagram. All the links are in the bio, but, uh, send us an email and let me know about your experience. Um, because, uh, leave a comment. Good. Tell us how horrible we are. (laughs) I know. Right. Jeez, please. (laughs) And, uh, and then ask yourself why you're so mad. Right. Um, But now, but yeah,
1: if you do it, we'll know you only did it because we told you to, so we can't take your negative comments seriously anymore we love you for
0: it I'm not going to look yeah. at it anyway so it doesn't matter Yeah, not a but chance. this one <laughs> this one it was great I love all these guys getting together I'm pumped for great. How, how they get through their sober October I love that they've done this four years in a row and it's picking up so much like fan steam like huge. people are so into it this it's is a 9 huge. out of 10 for me it, it was a very 10, fun easy. podcast yeah and also Aerie please stop trying to date rape but it's fucked up
1: it's a little fucked up
0: i mean it's a little fucked up you're still ra- my favorite just you're regular rape but jesus christ yeah chill out <laughs> just regular
1: <laughs> rape him don't date rape
0: him that's it just straight raping sober yeah. raping all right rape thanks him. as always for listening thanks guys and appreciate it bye Peace.